0: My name is Apostle Lula Stotton, and today we are starting a new four portion segment called um, the Book of Exodus. Today, um, the theme subject today is Shemot. It's um, capital S-H apostrophe M-O-T. It means the names of the children of Israel. So um, the scripture is taken from Exodus the first chapter and the first through the sixth chapter and the first verse that's this is the Torah um, part of the Torah so um, we are starting in Exodus the first chapter the first through the sixth chapter and the first verse I need for you to follow me as I read the Torah portion today now these are the names of the children of Israel who came into Egypt Every man in his household who came with Jacob, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Benjamin, Dan, Natalai, Gad, and Asher. And all the souls who came out of the Lawrence of Jacob were seventy souls, for Joseph was already in Egypt. And Joseph and all his brothers died. That whole generation, and the and the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly, and multiplied and grew very strong, and the land was filled with them. Now a new king rose over Egypt who did not know Joseph, and he said to his people, "Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we." Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it will happen that when there would be a war, they could even join our enemies and fight against us. So get them up out of the land. Therefore, they set taskmasters over them to afflict them with their burdens. And they built treasure cities, Pithon and Ramses. For Pharaoh. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grievous because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with harshness. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage, in mortal, in brick, and in all manner of service in the field. All their service in which they made them serve was with harshness, and the king of Egypt spoke to the Egypt um, um, to the Hebrew midwives, of whom the name of the one was Shifram, and the name of the other, poor. and he said, "When you do the office of a midwife for the." E- for the Hebrew woman and see them upon the stools. If it is a son, then you will kill him. But if it is a daughter, then she will live. But the midwives revered God and did not do as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the male child children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said to them, why have you done this thing and have saved the male child children alive and the midwives said to Pharaoh because the Hebrew women are not like the Egyptian women for they are lively bearing quickly and are delivered before the midwives come in to them therefore God dealt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and grew very powerful, and it was because the midwives revered God that he made houses for them. and Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, "Every son that is born, you will cast into the river, and every daughter you will save alive." Moses arrives. And there went a man from the house of Levi and took a daughter of Levi for a wife. And the woman conceived and bore a son, and when she saw that he was a goodly child, she hid him for three months. Then, when she could no longer hide him, she took a box made of woodwashes for him and dug it with slime and with pitch, and put the child in it, and she laid it in the reeds by the river's bank and his sister stood far off of uh, far off to know what would be done to him and the daughter of pharaoh came down to wash in the river and her maidens wa- uh, walked along by the river side and when she saw the box among the reeds she sent a maid to fetch it and when she had opened it she saw the child and behold the baby was crying and she had compassion on him and said this is one of the hebrew's children then his sister said to pharaoh's daughter should i go and call a nurse of the hebrew women for you so she can nurse the child for you and pharaoh's daughter said to her go and the um the maid went and called the child's mother and Pharaoh's daughter said to her take this child away and nurse him for me and I shall give you your wages and the woman took the child and nursed him and the child grew and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became, became her son and she called his name Moses and she said because I drew him out of the water The lord prepares moses and it was in those days when moses was grown that he went out to his brothers and saw their burdens and he spied an egyptian striking a hebrew one of his brothers and he looked this way and that way And when he saw that no one was there, he slew the Egyptian and hid him in the sand. And when he went out the second day, there were two men of the Egyptians fighting. And he said to him, That did the wrong. Why did you hit your fellow Hebrew? And he said, Who made you a prince and judge over us? Do you intend to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? And Moses was afraid and said, Surely this is this thing is known. Now when Pharaoh heard this thing, he sought to slay Moses, but Moses fled from the presence of Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian. He sat down by a well. Moses began forty days, forty years of preparation. Now the priests of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the droughts to water their father's flock. And the shepherds came and drove them away, but Moses stood up and helped them and watered their flocks. And when they came to Ruel, their father, he said, How is it that you have come to so soon today? and they said an Egyptian delivered us out of the hand of the shepherds and also drew water enough for us and watered the flock and he said to his daughters then where is he why is it you have left the man Call him so he can get can eat a meal and Moses was content to dwell with the band and he gave moses support his daughter and she bore a son and called his name Gershon, for he said i have been a stranger in a strange land children of israel treated cruelly and it was over a process of time that the king of egypt died and the children of israel sighed by reason of the bondage and they cried and their cry came up to God by reason of the bondage, and God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob, and God looked upon the children of Israel, and God knew about them, the burning bush. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priests of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness, and came to the mountain of God to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, yet the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, "I should now turn aside and see this great sign." while the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. And he said, do not draw near to him. Take your shoes from your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground." Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sufferings, and I have come down to rescue them out of the hand of the, of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of that land to a good large land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Pericite, the Hittite, and the Jebusite. Now therefore, behold, the pride of the children of Israel have come to me, and I have also seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Come now therefore, and I shall send you to Pharaoh so you can bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said to God, Who am I that I shall go to Pharaoh and that I shall bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I shall be with you, and this will be a sign for you that I am has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said to God, Behold, when I come to the children of Israel and will say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. Then they will say to me, What is his name? What would I say to them? And God said to Moses, I am that I am. Yahweh. Hallelujah. Oh, Yahweh. seke ababosa. And he said, Thus will you say to the children of Israel, I am have sent me to you. And God said further to Moses, Thus will you say to the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generation. Go, gather the elders of Israel together, and say to them, The Lord God, the Lord of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared to me, saying, I have surely visited you and seen what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I shall bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt to the land of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, to a land flowing with milk and honey, and they will heed your voice, and you will come you and the elders of Israel to the king of Egypt and you will say to him the Lord God of the Hebrews has met me with me and now let us go we beseech you three days journey into the wilderness so we can sacrifice to the Lord our God and I am sure that the king of Egypt would not let you go no, not by a mighty hand. And I shall stretch out my hand and strike Egypt with all my wonders, which I shall do in the midst of it. And after that, he will let you go. And I shall give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptian. And it will be that when you go, you will not go empty. But every woman will ask from her neighbor and from anyone who stays in a house, jewels of silver, jewels of gold and raiment, and you will put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and you will plunder Egypt. The Lord proves himself. And Moses answered and said, But look, they will not believe me or heed my voice. But they were said, The Lord has not appeared to you. And the Lord said to him, What is that in your hand? And he said, A staff. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground, and it became a snake. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said to Moses, Put forth your hand and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it, and, be, and it became a staff in his hand, so that they may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has appeared to you. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Let me turn the page. And the Lord said further to him, now put your hand into your bosom and he put his hand into his bosom and when he took it out behold his hand was leopards as snow and he said put your hand into your bosom again and he put his hand into his bosom again and pluck it out of his bosom and behold it was turned again like his other flesh and it will be If they would not believe you, either to obey the voice of the first sign, that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. And it will happen, if they will not believe also these two signs or obey your uh, voice, that you will take of the water of the river and pour it on the dry land, and the water which you take, out of the river will become blood upon the dry land. Moses reluctant. And Moses said to the Lord, O my Lord, I am not eloquent, nor yesterday or the day before since you have spoken to your servant, but I am slow of speech and of slow, of slow tongue." And the Lord said to him, Who made man's mouth? Or who made the mute or deaf or the sin, or the blind it is is it not I I am the Lord now go I am I will be with your mouth and I will teach you what you will say and he said oh my Lord send please by the hand of him whom you were sent and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses and he said "Is not Aaron the Levite your brother I know that he can speak well and also behold he is coming out to meet you and when he sees you he will be glad in his heart and you will speak to him and put words in his mouth and I am will be with your mouth and with his mouth And will teach you what you will do and he will be your spokesman to the people and he will be a mouth for you and you will be his leader and you will take this staff in your hand in which you will do the signs and Moses went and returned to Jethro his father-in-law and said to him let me go please and return to my brothers who are in egypt and see whether they are still alive and jethro said to moses go in peace and the lord said to moses and midian get out of here return to egypt for all the men who sought your life are dead and moses took his wife and his sons and set them on a donkey, and he returned to the land of Egypt. And Moses took the staff of God in his hand. And the Lord said to Moses, When you go to return to Egypt, see that you do all those wonders which I have put in your hand in front of Pharaoh. But I shall harden his heart so he will not let the people go. And you tell Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord. Israel is my son my firstborn and I say to you send my son away so he may so he can serve me and if you refuse to send him out behold I am will slay your son your firstborn and it happened on the way at the lodging place that the Lord met him and sought to kill him then so took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son casting it at his feet and saying surely you are a bloody husband to me so let him be when she said you are a bloody husband because of the circumcision, and the Lord said to Aaron go into the wilderness to meet Moses And he went and met him on the mountain of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him and all the signs which he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron spoke all of the words which the Lord had spoken to Moses and did the signs in the sight. Of the people and the people believed and when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel that he had looked upon their affliction when they bowed their heads and worship Moses and Aaron visit Pharaoh I tell you I feel the presence of the Lord and afterwards Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh "Thus said the Lord God of Israel send my people away so they can hold a feast to me in the wilderness and Pharaoh said who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to send Israel out I do not know the Lord neither will I send Israel away and they said the God of the Hebrews had met me met with me uh, met with us let us go we pray you Three days journey into the world uh, desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God so he will not fail us upon us with pestilence or with the sword. And the king of Egypt said to them, why do you Moses and Aaron release the people from their duties? Get to your burdens. And Pharaoh said, behold, the people of the land now are many and you make them rest from their burdens. And the same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their officers saying, You will no longer give the people straw to make bricks as until now. Let them go and gather straws from themselves. And the quantity of the bricks which they have made till now you will lay upon them and you will not lessen a bit of it for they are idle. Therefore they cried, saying, Let us go, sacrifice to our God. Let more work be laid on the men so they, so they can work, and let them not regard the vain words. And the taskmaster of the people and their officers went out and spoke to the people, saying, Thus says Pharaoh, I shall not give you straw. Get out of here. Get straw for yourselves where you can find it, yet none of your work will be reduced. So the people were scattered abroad throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. And the taskmaster pushed them, saying, Fulfill your duties, do your daily tasks as when there was straw. And the officers of the children of Israel, whose Pharaoh's taskmasters had set over them, were beaten, demanding, Why have you not fulfilled your quota in making brick, both yesterday and today like before? Then the officers of the children of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, saying, Why are you dealing like this with your servants? no straw is given to your servants and they say to us make bricks then behold your servants are beaten but the fault is in your own people but he said you are idle you are idle therefore you say let us go sacrifice to the lord so now you will go work no straw will be given to you yet you will deliver the quota of bricks. And the officers of the children of Israel saw that they were in a bad way after it was said, you will not diminish any uh, um, from your daily quotas of bricks. And they met Moses and Aaron who stood in their way as they came out of Pharaoh. And they said to them, the Lord look upon you and judge because you have made us to be abhorred in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of his servants to put a sword in their hands to slay us. And Moses returned to the Lord and said, "Lord, why have you done so much evil to these this people? Why did you send me? So for since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people and you have not delivered your people at all Plagues about to begin then the lord said to moses now you will see what i should do to pharaoh for he will let them go with a strong hand and he will drive them out of his hand with a strong hand Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is going to show himself strong. Hallelujah to Pharaoh. Yes, sir. The next um, Torah portion, which is the half Torah, which is found in Isaiah, the 27th chapter, the 6th through the 28th chapter, the 13th. Um, down to um, uh, 13 29 um through 22 and 23. so what i'm going to read is isaiah the 27th chapter the 6th through the 28th verse um the um the the 13th um 29 uh, uh 28 and 13 29 through 22 22 and 23. So let me get Isaiah real quickly. Hallelujah, because that is the half Torah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I thank God for the reading of the word today. Hallelujah. Isaiah. Hallelujah. 27. Isaiah 27. I got it. Isaiah 27. I'm going to start at the 6th verse. And I'm going to read on down um, from the 6th verse to the 28th um, verse. Um, I'm going to read the um, 13, And um, then I'm going, to, um, I'm going to read the 29th chapter. And the 22nd to the 21st or 3rd verse. In the, in the days to come, Jacob will take root. Israel will blossom and bud, fill the face of the world with fruit. Has he smitten him as he struck those who struck him? Or is he slain accordingly to the slaughter of those who are slain by him? Hallelujah. By the measure of sin when he sent her away he contented with her he sent his rough wind in the day of the east wind by this therefore will the iniquity of Jacob be purged and this is all the fruit of the taking away of his sin and um, when he made all makes all the stones of the altar as chalk stones that are beaten in pieces. The groves and sun images will not stand up. Yet the fortified city will be desolate, the habitation forsaken, and left like a wilderness. There the calf will feed, and there he will lie down and consume its branches. When its bounds are withered, they will be broken off. The women will come and... See them on fire, for it is a people of no understanding. Therefore, he made them, will not have compassion on them, and he who made them will show them no favor. And it will be in that day that the Lord will beat off the fruit from the channel of the river to the stream of Egypt, and you will be gathered one by one, O oh, you children of Israel, and it will be in that day that the great shofar will be blown, and they will come that were ready to perish in the land of Assyria, and outcasts in the land of Egypt, and will worship the Lord on the holy mountain at Jerusalem. Warning to the backslidden of Ephraim. Hallelujah. Woe to the uh, crown of pride, to the drunkards of Ephraim, whose glorious beauty is a fading flower, which is on the head of the valley of olive oil of those who are overcome with wine. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to um, read on down to the um, 13th verse of the 28th chapter but the word of the lord was to them commandment upon commandment commandment upon commandment line upon line line upon line here a little there a little so they could go and fall backwards be broken snare and taken hallelujah that's the second of the 13th verse of the 28th chapter Now, I'm going to go down to the 29th chapter, and I'm going to read um, down from the um, 22nd verses and 23rd, 29th chapter of Isaiah, the 22nd and the 23rd. Therefore, thus says the Lord, who redeemed Abraham concerning the house of Jacob, Jacob will not now be ashamed, neither will his face now wax pale, but when he sees his children, the work of my hands is in his midst. They will sanctify my name and sanctify the Holy One of Jacob and will revere the, the God of Israel. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. Now, the last part, which is the New Testament um, Torah portion of the word, is found in Acts, the 7th chapter, the 17th through the 29th verse. Let me turn to the book of Acts. Okay. The 7th chapter. The 17th hallelujah the 17th through the 29th verse hallelujah and and just as the time was drawing near for the promise which God had made to Abraham the people increased and multiplied in Egypt until a different King rose over Egypt who had not known Joseph this one dealing treacherously with our people mistreated our fathers by making them expose their infants so they could not live during, time, during which time moses was born and he was acceptable to god who was cared for in his father's house for three months and after he was set out the daughter of pharaoh adopted him for herself and raised him as a son and moses was educated in all the wisdom of egypt and he was powerful in words and his deeds and as he completed 40 years of time in this education it rose upon his heart to care for his brothers the children of israel and when he saw one being injured them by slaying the Egyptian he made vengeance for the one who was treated roughly and he thought his brothers would not would understand that God would give them salvation by his hand but they did they did not understand and on the next day he was seen while they was quarrelling, and he was trying to reconcile them so they would be peaceful saying men you are brothers why are you doing evil to one another but the one who was doing evil to his neighbor pushing him aside saying who appointed you leader and judge over us do you want to kill me the same way you killed the egyptian yesterday and moses fled at this statement and became a stranger in the land of Midian, where he fathered two sons. Hallelujah. Glory to <laughs> your name. This concludes the Torah portion 13 um, of the Word of God today. And um, next week, we're going to um, continue on with um, the um, Torah portion number 14. May God richly bless you. In Jesus' name.